Hello and welcome in. This is your Wednesday live chat for whatever you want, right? This time is yours. We can do pivots. We can talk about bets, one and done options. We can chat about weather and rain and what, like, I don't care. This time is yours. Go ahead and drop your questions, comments, and concerns in the chat, and we will be here until the job is done, no matter how long that takes. Let's start with the weather. I know I'll just, I'm just going to knock it all out now. Okay. Two different golf courses and the forecast, not a meteorologist, very, very wet. That is the 10 day. Every day, the 10 day has rain in the forecast. Even the day that is listed as cloudy Saturday is still forecasting about a quarter inch of rain. Today during the practice round, very wet. Very windy. If you saw the photos, the videos coming out, Justin Thomas is hitting like a forward, like 170 yards. Tony Finau is hitting driver on seven. That was probably mostly for fun, but like you get the idea. It's going to be wet. It's going to be sloppy. The only thing we really care about is if this gives certain guys or certain waves advantages. Um, the answer to that is probably no. Uh, there is not, first off, there's only 80 golfers in the field over two golf courses until they all come back to Pebble beach where there's not going to be traditional waves. Everybody's going to be out on the golf course at the same time. And it's going to be wet and windy for basically everybody. Here's Thursday. Here's Sunday. Uh, I actually think the wind's going to calm down a little bit, but it's still going to be wet. Very likely they play preferred lies here, right? Probably all week long. I would imagine because they do not want to get into a situation where, uh, they have to take this into Monday. That would be an absolute disaster. It'd be a disaster for CBS. It'd be a disaster for be a disaster for everybody. So they're going to try their best to get this thing in smaller field. I imagine. Does it matter what golf course you start at? No. Spyglass is going to be about a stroke more difficult, or at least historically, it's been more difficult. Uh, I do not think there is any advantage of playing one before the other, or vice versa. And then to answer all the questions about who are the best wind players and who are the best rain players. Um, the wind stuff is very, very noisy. If you've heard me talk about this before, I'll try not to get on the soapbox. There are a million other factors of why a golfer could play good, bad, or in the middle that are completely like, that are not like wind dependent. Right. Um, so until that data gets better, we're going to forego that the wet stuff kind of similar. I think we can do some anecdotal stuff like, you know, Max Homa's played well in the wind. I think, I think preferred lies helps the accurate guys who hit more fairways, the guys that are going to then be able to pick up their ball and clean it off and hit it again, similar to what we saw for the first two rounds last week. Okay. I hope that covers the vast majority of the questions about the weather, the wind, and so on. First question. Hey, Rick, I'm torn between the final two spots in my lineup and wanted to know what would you choose? It's either Fitzy and McNeely or Todd and McCarthy. Could you do a deep dive on either or at least one of them? Um, I, For me, personally, the answer is Fitzpatrick and McNeely. I think that you are getting the best golfer in that group and you are also getting probably the best value in that group. What I'll do is I'll, I'll talk about the value guy um, and I'll start showing you. This is my website, rickrungood.com, giant database for fantasy golf and golf betting. You should sign up for it. Why wouldn't you? You'd have to be absolutely crazy not to. Here is Maverick McNeely's golfer profile. And I'll zoom in a little bit so you guys can see this a little bit better. Um, we know he's coming back from the major medical, just got enough points to, to, to 
activate that exemption. We know that he has played Pebble Beach maybe more than anybody in this field uh, with his connections to it. I think they they grew up on the golf course. Um, Always plays well here, any $6,200. And I've basically seen enough knowing that he's healthy, seeing the improvement week in and week out, round in and round out, except for a pretty bad Sunday at Torrey Pines. Like you can, you can very easily see the progression here. So I, I think that's that's fair. Hey Rick, how worried? You, oops, sorry, I skipped one. Hey Rick, is Seb Straka the most underpriced golfer in the field this week? You know that's interesting because um, I looked at Seb Straka. Geez, maybe on Monday at this point, I thought, man, this could really be a Straka week. You know, I throw Straka into the category of your Eric Cole, right? Where last week was was not going to be a good spot for him. Right, a, a seventy-six hundred-yard golf course with thick rough, and ask you to hit a lot of longer shots. That's not Sepp Straka. It's not Eric Cole. This is a much better spot. Um, you know, average driving distance like two seventy-eight off the tee for the entire field. Hit hit more greens. He's really turned into a much more consistent player. Approach plays there. Putters there. I think this is a pretty good spot to buy in on Sepp Straka on a little bit of a bounce back. To buy in on. Eric Cole on a little bit of a bounce back. How concerned should we be about Cantlay's approach numbers the last two weeks? Mildly? Because not only is it the last two weeks, but it is round four, he lost 2.7 at the American Express. And then in rounds two and four, he lost a stroke on approach in each of those at Torrey Pines. So it's basically three of his last four rounds have been really bad, which I, I certainly do not like to see that. I do wonder, and I imagine his approach numbers are a lot better here career at Pebble. Did lose in 2022. That was just the two measured rounds at Pebble Beach. He lost 2.2 and he lost 0.1. So, I mean, that I guess I am a little bit concerned about that. Um, we've never really seen him go on an extended period where he struggled in that category. So I don't, I don't think it would be... I don't, I don't think he's going to be very, very bad, but you know, 80 player field, he's very expensive. If you, if he finishes T nine, is that good enough? Probably not. And if he has a, just a subpar approach week, um, I'd actually probably be more concerned about the putter, right? He's lost six strokes putting in the last two weeks. So this, it's kind of a, it's kind of a scary profile. Sorry for the non-Pebble Beach question. I don't care. Yes, but anything you want, Kyle. But do you have any insight on why Liv isn't on betting sites? Um, I was looking for it earlier. I didn't see it on uh, DraftKings when I was looking. And I just saw that DraftKings, the, the fantasy site, just released the salaries re- like, like 15 minutes ago. So I'll get those loaded into the custom model on rickrungood.com, which right now I was just using a placeholder, which by the way, very quickly, rickrungood.com, six different tours. You're getting a full picture of everybody in the world. I've got five different slates loaded into the custom model right now. Europe, Corn Ferry, Showdown, Live, PG. Like, I love this. I'm only making improvements. I don't know why that is. I don't know if Live has any say in that, if they can kind of push those sites, but it it that 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 information either not being out or just coming out at 3 p.m. Eastern on Wednesday is a problem. It's a problem for everybody. If we are just using last year's stats as a whole, 
why okay wouldn't Wyndham Clark be the most undervalued golfer this week uh okay well so let's do that let's go to the power rankings let's look at everybody in this field for a hundred rounds minimum 50 and I'll I'll knock out the corn fairy guys and just keep um well, there's guys I guess there's no live guys in this field PGA and euro rounds so where does Wyndham Clark appear 15th which means he's the 15th best player in the world over the last 100 rounds. He's 7,400. He would not be the most undervalued. I guess by that designation, Eric Cole would be, right? $7,300, and he's been better than Wyndham Clark. But I I guess your point is valid in that um, he's a top 15 player and not being priced as such. The issue, of course, and I do wonder, I kind of floated this a couple of weeks ago, there were a lot of Wyndham Clark to live rumors, a lot of them. And I wondered, I, I theorized, was that influencing his play? You know, because it, it got really bad. It was okay after the win, but it got really bad at the end of last year and into, into 2024. And I was wondering if that was a distraction thing. If that was true, big if. Uh, I mean, live set now, right? So, so he's, he's not going to be going to live. I wonder if this can kind of get him back into the swing of things. He did fix one of his problems at the American express where he, he, he hit it much better. The putter is still an issue, which is very weird because he hasn't been this bad with the flat stick in a while. So I'll say if you're willing to take a flyer and try to be early on a guy, Wyndham Clark is probably one of the best options to try to be early on. That's what I'll say. Are all signature events no cut? Yes. Does every position earn prize money? Yes. If so, how does this change your one and done strategy? Um, You need to use your best options in signature events. $3.6 million for first, $20 million in the entire purse. The other thing is, and I'll just show this right now as we kick off the, the one and done options. So this tool from Pool Genius that I consulted on this summer or this winter and is is now it's free until the Phoenix Open. It's literally free. You can go use it right now. Um, I think this is a very valuable tool that's only going to become more valuable as the year goes on. So what you'll see is they're they're telling you they're they're looking at who you've already used this purse compared to other purses uh, finishes at this tournament. How good each player is compared to everybody else, and it gives you a short list or a rank of golfers, and they're telling you 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 use a stud here, and I agree with that. Um, quickly, I'll show you if you haven't seen this yet. So you can now go back in and, and, and put in your past selections. So the way that this reads is, you know, in this, in this one and done, I use Ludwig, I use Derek Cole, I use Tony Finau. So it knows not to show me those guys. And it tells me, you know, Patrick Cantlay is probably my best option in this entry. And it knows how many users are in it. Cause I've put all that stuff in. Um, but like Jordan Spieth, Colin Morikawa, Max Home would all be, would all be very good options here. So um, the link for this tool is in the description. Again, you should just go sign up right now. It's it's free for at least another week until the Phoenix Open. Um, there's a free trial, and it's it's a really really good tool that's only getting better. And I can say that because I helped consult on it. So I'm um, I'm happy with the way that that's coming out. They've done a great job. Rick, would you like to be my go between to the golfers where a SM donation, small donation? I won't pick them in one and done. Oh, got it. Okay. Got it. So Dan, whoever Dan picks stinks. Um, 
Okay. I, there's not a question there. Thank you, Dan. Much appreciated. Pivots at each range. A lot of these look juicy. All right. So shout out to uh, Mike Cavalunas who does the ownership projections at rickrungood.com. I think he does a phenomenal job. Let me make sure I have the most up-to-date ownership projections. I believe that I do. Okay. So these were updated um, two hours ago, maybe something like that. Uh how come I'm not on the screen anymore? Oh, there we go. Okay, about two two hours ago. So there is a lot of spread out ownership between Rory McIlroy and Colin Morikawa. It's like eight guys, everybody between 17 and 24%. So there's not a lot of pivots to be had there. The pivots below that are Sam Burns, Cam Young, um, Jason Day, Hideki Matsuyama. I like Tom Kim as a pivot from Benny on and JT Poston. Uh, the, the middle of the seven K range, I mean, Keegan Bradley at 7.6 instead of Chris Kirk at 12. Yes, please. Eric Cole's popular. Yeah. We're getting sharper. That's pretty good. Um, wouldn't mind Kevin, you who's almost a third of the ownership, Kevin, you, if we believe has figured out the putter, which he has in his last two starts is going to be a problem. And he finished seventh here last year. Okay. Pivots down farther than that. Cam Davis is getting a little bit of ownership, 9.8% at the top of the 6K range. I'd probably prefer Taylor Montgomery. Crazy, but that's the world we're in. So yeah, a couple of decent options there. Uh, I don't, it says, is it feasible to leave some salary on the table in Yahoo pricing this week? I have no idea what Yahoo is up to. I probably should. Haven't gotten there. Um, haven't gotten there in the last five years. Uh, the It is almost never a mistake to leave money on the table. Um, just anecdotally, you know, every week I send out my newsletter, which I think that you should go sign up for because I think it's great. Uh, let me see if I can find it real quick. And every week, uh, it's free, 100% free. And every week I send out the previous week's Optimal lineup, the best possible lineup that you could have made. This is obviously not on Yahoo, but last week's lineup was 44,700. You could have left $5,300 on the table and had the best possible lineup that anybody could have made. That is not uncommon. 44.7 is pretty low, but leaving money on the table is always a pretty good idea. Hey, Rick, can we see some potential first round leaders? Um, I would go, I would start with guys at Pebble beach. Okay. So I don't have this list off the top of my head, but it is in the custom model, which by the way, hold on a second. Boom. How good am I? Let me pat myself on the back real quick. There's the course rotation in the custom model. SH to PB means spyglass to Pebble beach, PB to SH Pebble beach to spyglass. Come on, come on. We're doing things here. We're doing things. Um, first round leaders should come from Pebble Beach, if they are not broken out that way. Also, what you should do is you should go to the power rankings. You should go to the strokes gain distribution. You should look at the last, yeah, we can stick with 50 rounds. We can even get some corn fairy guys in here as well because these guys seem to go low. Sort by the guys who gain five or more strokes most frequently. Scotty Scheffler, Victor Hovland, Xander Schauffele. No surprises there. If you're looking for value, Cam Young, 8,700. Keegan, just a constant, First round leader threat, Keegan Bradley. Uh, even Grayson Murray does it, right? Grayson Murray is either losing to the field, which you can see here, or gaining in a big way. Those are your very valuable 
first round leader options. Ben Griffin too, right? Ben Griffin might stink or he might gain six shots to the field. That's what I would do. With full swing two on Netflix, March 6th, will you be doing a cameo? Uh, I don't know yet. So I know I just like uh, dabbed. I mean, it was barely a dab. Barely a dab. I held it for like five seconds. Um, I just, oh, I wasn't I just sure. Saw it. Okay, was yeah, it called a dab? Okay. So I recorded, I have, I have lines in this. I do not know if they made it to the final cut. Just like last year, I had li- a lot of my lines last year were in the Matt Fitzpatrick episode. Um, and again, I knew in advance that I had lines and I just didn't know what was going to make it to the final product. Same thing this year. I, um, it's been months since I saw this, but I have, I have more lines this year and they are mostly Ryder cup, uh, oriented. So when we get to those episodes, I don't know when they are. I, I assume I'm going to hear myself. I haven't heard otherwise, but things can always get cut. So we'll, we'll find out. Don Ricardo, is Victor making us an offer we can't refuse? Is Hovland an autoplay if he stays at 15 or 16%? Okay. So um let's the there is only one thing that I'm not super thrilled about with Victor right now. You've got the uh positives of, you know, he's one of the best players in the world, one of the best ball strikers. You have the positives of good good vibes and good history around Pebble Beach. I think that he is a better player now, especially around the greens than he's ever been. I think that he's he's not a streaky player, but he's somebody that like when he's playing a lot seems to continue it. We haven't seen him since the century, which was, you know, 3 weeks ago. That means he's only played he played competitively once in January, once in December, once in November. And then he played the Ryder Cup in October. So really like four events at the highest of levels in the last four months. I like Victor when it's hot in the summer and he's rocking and rolling and you get a lot, like just a lot of golf in a a short period of time. That's my only concern. Um, Other than that, I I think he's, he's pretty exciting. So if you don't care about that, go for it. Please show us the one and done ownership uh, percentages. I can't show you to you on Splash because that's not where we do this on Wednesdays. So I assume this is what you're talking about. Um, I'm going to show you the projections, the site-wide picks on officefootballpool.com. Jordan Spieth is the most popular one and done selection this week, 20%. Max Homa, 12. Patrick Cantlay, 11.5. Victor Hovland, 6.9. So if I compare this to the pool genius tool, so the pool genius tool gives me my ranks of Cantlay, Spieth, Morikawa, Homa. Cantlay, Spieth, Morikawa, Homa. Cantlay, Spieth, Morikawa. Okay, so so here's where here's where I would look at this. Three of those guys are the three most popular guys, and Ma- and Morikawa is a three point four percent projected ownership. So when I look at this. Pool genius and the ownership, I should probably roll with Colin Morikawa, right? In this one league, he is my third best player at a significantly lower ownership than those guys. I should probably roll with Colin this week. That's the way that I read that.
Um, I answered the weather. I answered the Eric Cole. I think this is a interesting way to look at it. DFS chef. It says, you know, with the forecast, should we look at golfers with lower apex height? I think the problem with that is there's a lot of times in which golfers aren't required to take it high or take it low. And I think when they're put in a position where it is windy, they can all play it lower. It's just not necessarily their natural shot shape. So I think there's a little bit, I worry about that. For some players who have already played this year, why aren't there approach proximity buckets displayed on your website custom model? Uh, I would probably uh, assume they don't have enough rounds to qualify. That's usually the thing. But if you have somebody, I'll, I mean, I can look after the show, but that's what I assume it is. Thoughts on Bo Hosser? Yeah. So let's get into Bo. Happy to get into Bo. We know he was the best player in the fall. We know that for the most part, he has carried that over into 2024. He got the T47 at the American Express in his first start and then played much better with a T6 at the Farmers. Look at these numbers. Three straight rounds at Torrey, the South Course, where he gains from T to green. Loses off the T in each one. Not a huge surprise. Gains on approach. That's pretty good. And then his short game is always outstanding. He has really improved the second shot. You know, this time last year, he was a loser on approach. And now he's a pretty consistent gainer, continues the short game positive stuff. He is, uh, this is a golf course that asks you to be pretty proficient in the short game, which is, that is Bo. He's got back-to-back top 11 finishes, T11 and third in his last two years. Giddy up. It's Bo time. Seems like Jason Day isn't being talked about. It says this much after his missed cuts last week. Uh, I got kind of a bigger problem with Jason Day outside of just the missed cut from last week. I mean, he has not, he's, he's not been good. Throw him in, in the Ricky Fowler category. Since the win, he hasn't been very good. He's been better than Ricky, right? He had the runner up at the open. He had, I mean, if you want to give him credit for a T10 at the century, which was a small a third of, you know, top third of the field, that's fine. These are not good metrics. Um, last week was a really good course fit for him, a place that he's had a lot of success at. Missed the cut. This week, another really great place for him. He's not going to miss the cut this week, but this is a very concerning stat profile. Look at the golfer before the win, gaining across the board, proficient everywhere. Look at what he's done after the win. Tons of holes. Tons of holes. Not even Tory could save him last week. Maybe not even. Pebble can save him this week. Good afternoon, Rick. Who's the producer's play of the week? And great call on Finau last week. That's right, Armina, the producer. Uh, she picked Tony Finau last week. He was in the mix. She was very upset. He was not able to close it out. Uh, but he had a good finish. Who are we going with this week? Cool genius said to take a stud. So it, that would be Nick Taylor. <laughs> She's defining stud a little differently than you and I would define stud. She's defining it as studly and she's opted for Nick Taylor. Is that your pick? I mean, it, it wasn't until pool genius said that my pick was going to be Jason day. All right. She's going with Nick Taylor and a hat tip to Jason day, but officially for the record, Nick Taylor, <sighs> any tool to pinpoint who plays better in the rain? Yes. Yes. 
Yes, that exists. Um, you could easily look at scoring averages or strokes gained or whatever on days of rain or wet conditions. The problem is, are we attributing that to just the rain or just the wet? Or did the guy have a bad day? And he would have had a bad day whether it was 75 and sunny. This exists. I have found it to be incredibly noisy. I will. The wind stuff is different. I, I get the rain. I get the rain stuff. And I get, I actually get, um, I'm going to try to do, I've been trying to compile all the rounds that have been preferred lies on the PGA Tour. And I'll do like a strokes game preferred lies. That I ag- agree with. I'm there on that. I'm there enough on wet and rain. Wind is a completely different animal. If you guys want it, I'll compile the data. I'll show it on the website. I'll tell you it's very noisy. If you want it, that's fine. Armina is going to put a poll in the chat. This is something we've been doing recently. It's going to say, uh, do you want uh, weather data on rickrungood.com? Question mark. Options. Yes. yes no. And no. How's the betting card looking this week? I admittedly have not done anything yet. I'm, I've been very busy. I'm working on some, some stuff for the website. I'm very excited about, uh, I have not made my bets. I've not made lineups yet. Uh, It's crazy talk. What I think I'll end up doing as of this moment, I think it might just be Xander and Justin Thomas. And I think I might just go to battle with those guys. Um, you know, there's so many great options at the top of the board. I think that that's, that's where I might end up. I'm worried that I'll miss out on Max. I think like, okay, so the short list is Thomas, it's Xander, Thomas, Max, Fleetwood. I don't know why I said it like that. Fleetwood. Um, those are, that's the short list. I don't think I can bet them all. I'll probably go to battle with two of them, Xander and Homa, Xander and Spieth, or excuse me, Xander and Thomas. Maybe Thomas and Fleetwood. Uh, it's going to be some combination of those four. I don't think I'm going to go lower than that in the outright market. Let's do a deep dive on Denny. We haven't done a deep dive on Denny in a while. Denny McCarthy. This That's the question here. Um, oh boy, that is not, that's not great. He's played twice in 2024. He's lost multiple strokes off the tee in six out of seven. Approach play is weakening. He's even gotten in trouble with the putter a couple of times. I will pull up his Pebble Beach stuff. We'll see. Because, you know, he should be somebody who does not, yeah, he should be somebody that doesn't get the big knock off the tee at Pebble because you don't have to pull driver everywhere. In fact, you like really shouldn't pull driver everywhere. So this is... um, this is interesting. What's his ownership going to be? 10.6%. He's $7,500. This is a pretty good spot where like a one week only, right? I like to get into situations where I'm I'm backing the same golfers for multiple weeks, um, depending on certain stretches. But this, is, this looks like a get in, get out situation on Denny. Um, undervalued because of the, the recent form. Much better course form with good results. Get in, get out. Let's play. Let's do Denny one week and then get the hell out of here. Uh, 
Does being paired with or being in the same group as high handicapper have any correlation to success? I worry Homa with Condoleezza Rice for two days and vice versa. Um, I imagine Condoleezza Rice uh, has a has a good smart game where like when she's when she's at six, she picks it up and moves along. I can't imagine her taking up too much time. I, I think the issue might be those guys who like think they're really good and they're 11 handicaps and they take forever. That's probably the issue, but these are going to be long rounds anyway. They know that coming in Condoleezza rice is not going to slow up a, a group by itself. They're going to be waiting for everybody. I wouldn't worry about it. Oh, Finally, a real question. Would you take Eric Cole or Brian Harmon if they met in the octagon? <laughs> I think I'd take Eric Cole, right? Grinder, mini tour grinder from Florida. He's probably fought a couple of Gators down there. Uh, Brian Harmon, now cushy, cushy major champion, millions of dollars, probably has somebody do his grocery shopping for him. Does better with a gun. There's no guns in the octagon, right? You don't, you can't, you can't just hunt your prey from afar. You got to look it in the eye. And I'd worry Eric Cole would rip my head off. So I would take Eric. Actually, I could take both of these guys, but um, I would pick Eric Cole. Sleeper this week, 80 to one or more. I don't think they're going to win. But, um, there was somebody down here. Oh, I think it was Kevin Yu. I don't know what his number is at the moment, but Kevin Yu is a very, I mean, he's shown it the last two weeks. Very, very, very high upside. Has finished seventh here before. That's where I would go. Not sure if any Sam Burns, Wyndham Clark, or Cam Davis are great fits. I agree. Who, Which one would you leave out? I would probably leave out Cam I don't really like that though. Thoughts on jamming, locking three of these guys, Rory, Scotty X, Patty and Homa into all 44 lineups. I love the concept. I am worried about, I'll go happy to go on the record here. I think Rory and Scotty are probably both going to finish inside the top 12. Not sure that's a hot take, but I don't think this golf course uh, maximizes Rory's game and Scotty's game. I also think Scotty having to putt on these Poana greens is going to be a freaking disaster. Okay. So I would worry about the guys that you chose, but in theory, like locking in, you know, three of them and doing stars and scrubsies. Let's, let's go with that. Uh, talk me out of mass entering with day and Fleetwood locked into all of them. Well, I showed you the day stuff that would worry me. Fleetwood rock on. Uh, okay. <laughs> the bit is becoming aware of itself. Everybody, I guess it's not a bit, but everybody knows the producer's affinity for one Adam Scott. All right. We have not done a deep dive on Adam Scott in a while. And I admittedly don't know what the hell he's been up to. Six at the PGA, fourth, the Australian open seventh in Dubai. Wow. This is pretty good. Played well in Bermuda. BMW championship. This is a lot better than I would have anticipated. Has he played here outside of the U S open? Yes. It's been a long time, only three times. So I wouldn't really care about that. That is surprisingly good. Don't mind that at all. If you wouldn't have a salary cap, what would your lineup be? 
Uh, Rory, Scotty, Victor, Xander, Patrick, Justin. Does your player pool get bigger with no cut events? No, but it does get wider. I'm willing to play $6,200 Maverick McNeely a lot more. Uh, but no, I wouldn't say it gets bigger. It gets wider. Off topic, but what the heck happened to Aaron Wise? Game struggled, um, took a mental health break. Uh, I don't know. He did come back and play recently. I don't think it went well. Um, we saw him. That's the last time we saw him. It was the U.S. Open. I thought we saw him one other time. Maybe he withdrew. He was in a field and withdrew. But yeah, he's been taking a mental break. I've answered a lot of these. Are you scared with weather possibly delaying this tournament and burning one and done options that would WD to make it to Phoenix? No. Because if your one and done option is in the mix, let's say they play three rounds and your one and done option is in the mix in a $20 million purse, there is zero chance that guy is WDing to get to Phoenix early. Zero chance. If your guy's in 70th, yeah, maybe. Okay. Maybe, but you weren't getting anything anyway. Who cares? You're getting like 40 grand. So that would never happen. I'm sure it'll happen this week. Seem to recall your ultra course horse list had three guys from Pebble at one point. Yeah, that's probably right. DJ Spieth and Cantlay. Um, it's possible. So to get to like the ultimate course horse level, you've got to be, it's like 2.4 strokes gained per round um, over like 40 rounds or 30 rounds. So that'd probably be like Day was probably on that list, 2.5 and 36. Spieth, 2.18. Cantlay, 2.14. So yeah, we're, we're getting there. Getting there on some of those guys. DJ was definitely one of them. I know that. What do you think about going back to Hideki at 80 to 1? Um, I think that uh, Hideki's driver gets a little bit of a knock here. He's going to have to put Well, I liked him a lot better. I liked him a lot better last week. Do you like Tommy Fleetwood in one done? Yes. I like Tommy Fleetwood everywhere. Oh, did Fitzy get the braces off? Oh, Fitzy. Good for Fitzy. Uh, there was a question about somebody else. Keith Mitchell. Whoops. Whoops. Okay. <sighs> Keith. Never plays well at, at Farmers, does he? Right? It wasn't, hasn't it like six missed cuts in a row? Um, played really great at the American Express, even if a lot of that came on Sunday, but I'm not going to penalize him for that. A couple of top 25s recently. Let's check his Pebble stuff. T4 here last year, T12. Okay, okay. Let's call it a seven out of 10. Let's call it a seven out of 10 on Keith Mitchell. Pretty good. Kirk and Fleetwood or Fitzpatrick and Poston? Uh, Fitzpatrick and Poston. I'm third out of 40 people in my one and done. Can't like Spieth or Homa. Uh, Homa. What? Can you deep dive B3? Who's that? 
Models well, solid power, form is okay. God, I wish I knew who B3 was. Season-long questions. Favorite late-round targets? Underdog, best ball, the format of choice. Yeah, so, um, well, well, we'll we'll do a draft later, Scott. So we'll do a draft at the end of the show. What Scott is referring to is that uh, underdog has, has best ball drafts that are starting for the Phoenix Open and running to the Open Championship, and they are phenomenal. Um, actually that's not one of them, but let me go here to PJ tour season. There we go. Um, so much fun. I've got the rankings that I've done a video for. You can use the link in the description to sign up and get a deposit bonus. That helps me. It helps you. This is a great format. I've been taking flyers on, I got wills out towards like the seventh round yesterday. And that's wild. Uh, cause his ADP hasn't caught up yet. Um, I've been taking some bow late. I've been taking a lot of um I haven't taken any like live players yet. I just don't know how they are going to fit into that. Let me look at my rankings. So I've got my PGA rankings loaded in here. So I've been taking a lot of Luke List late. I've been taking a lot of Keith Mitchell, Sep Straka late. WM odds are up. Is there a good chance to make some bets, hoping the elites drop out. No, uh, I don't think so. I think I think there are a lot of. Uh, I, I think that's being overblown. Even if this finishes on Monday, they're going from Pebble to Phoenix on probably a charter flight. It's not going to be that big a deal. Can you use your connections at CBS to suggest they show other golfers not in the final group and a couple of others nap and lastly just miss out on a playoff? If you think that I have that much pool at CBS, thank you very much. Okay, I've answered a lot of these, which is good. I'm going to pick out the goodies. Fez, not B3. Got it. Well, we've missed the momentum on that. Um, Answered that, answered that, answered that. Vic and Taylor, I'm assuming Moore, or, see, I don't know who that is. Is that Taylor Moore or Taylor Montgomery? If it's Victor and Taylor Montgomery... Or Nick, see that's 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 tough. I don't. I that's. I need more information. Than that. How does the format change how you read previous years' stats? Um, I would be much more willing to forgive missed cuts. Right, going from a three-course rotation uh, to a two-course rotation, and now a gar- and now a guaranteed cut. Like I don't care if you missed the cut at this event before. I just really don't. Especially if you struggled at spyglass or somewhere else so i'll give you an example um sung j m if you look he hasn't played here since uh, i want to say 19 but let me see if that's actually true or not he hasn't played here since 19 okay um but if you dive into this he was miserable at spyglass and awesome at pebble beach now he's gonna have to play both again this year, but the fact that like if you lose five in a single round of Spyglass, I don't care. Gaining four point two across the board, I think you're better now than you were in 2019. Like there's a lot, there's just a lot of stuff that I can forgive. Keegan and Adam Scott too low for one and done. I think so. Pool genius thinks so. So yes. In on Norin. Um, I think we talked about Nick Taylor, but I, I love the fit. He's better now than he's ever been. 
Um, all good. Okay, I did also do this. So if you're the other thing that's cool about Underdog, and the reason that I wanted to partner with Underdog is they have the drafts, not only the best ball, but they have the weekly drafts. We can do one of those later too. But there are, you know, Pebble Beach drafts up here, but they also have the pick'em. And one of the things that I said, listen, we're only going to get to underdog and I are only going to get together and we're going to do this partnership if we can really put a lot of investment in the golf product, right? I know football, I know basketball, I know just like golf is always the fifth or sixth priority. And one of the things that we agreed on and that they, they guaranteed me was they were going to put a lot of effort into golf and they have. They've lived up to it with the best ball stuff and they just added more stats. So instead of just strokes and birdies, now you can do bogeys or worse, cumulative par five scoring, fantasy points, and it looks like the correlation restraints are gone. I don't know if that's for everything, but for example, I tweeted this out earlier. I did higher on Fowler uh, for... I think it was, I think that line already moved strokes or no. Oh, it was bogeys. It's gone. Wow. He moved it off the board. Sick. And I did higher on Hideki and it let me do both of those. And they're both playing spyglass. So I, I think it, I also did like a a five legger or whatever, um, which I did tweet out. I will show that to you if you want to get in on it. And I tweeted out why I went there with a little bit of reasoning. So here it is. Fowler, higher than two and a half bogeys or worse. See if that comes back. Hideki, higher bogeys. Finau, higher par five scoring. Sungjae, lower strokes. Tom Kim, lower strokes. There's a reasoning for each one of these. You can use them or you can fade them. I don't care. What I think you should do either way is use the code Rick or use the link in the description because the more we support Underdog and the, the advancements they're making, the better for everybody. The more you support me, the more I can do this stuff. That's just the facts. Okay. How high should we consider course history here? Probably not very high. I think Pebble Beach by itself is pretty predictive, but we don't have four full rounds at Pebble Beach outside of the US Open. This is a, a much deeper field than ever. It's no cut. And it's going to be more rounds at Pebble. So I think by itself, Pebble's pretty predictive, but unfortunately the format has not really allowed for us to care that much about it. Okie dokie. Are Europeans better suited for these conditions or does it matter? I mean, ask Max Homo, right? Like, I don't know. It, maybe, but I don't know how we would quantify that. Um... Bet365 has limited me in golf betting. DraftKings and FanDuel have offered me VIP status. Should I close everything and move to Circa? Yes. Yes. Of course. Who's my pick to win? Xander. I hate saying that. Do we have results of that poll? We do. Okay. What are the results of the poll? This is a poll where we asked, should we add weather information to rickrungood.com? 84% say yes, please. 16% say nope. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I do wonder why 16% said no, because you could just not use it, right? Like it could be there. Well, you could just not use it. Oh, okay. It's a limited resource. Yeah, no, that's absolutely right. I am only one man and one woman 
behind me that we have to get all this stuff done. Brent Harris says, yes, Rick, please waste time on ship data and not on useful stuff. Okay. <laughs> That's pretty good. Where are the best ball rankings on your website? Uh, I guess we should probably link them on the way. They're not on the website. So go to there. I have a YouTube video. There's probably a link in the description of like best ball one and done best ball or uh, you, underdog best ball strategy in that description. There's a link to the rankings. We should probably put them on the, the website. Rankings are in the description. Oh, they're in the description of this video. Like this thing? Best ball? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it's in the description right now. Is it too early to use Xander in one and done? No, fire away. Great spot to use him. Ben on thoughts. Okay. The maturation process of Ben on has been quite impressive. Always a great driver, though I think that gets a bit knocked down here. Starting to find really good, dare I say, elite approach weeks with a very competent short game and a much improved putter. And the results are following. I don't think this is the greatest course in the world for him, but he has shown he can do this on a lot of different courses. You know, Wiley and Kapalua, very different. Top four finishes in both of those. T3 at the Scottish Open at the Renaissance Club. T2 at Sedgefield. He is starting to show the ability to play well across the globe at a lot of different setups. Uh, he, who is Rick's Super Bowl golf one-on-one matchup? What the hell does that mean? Uh, I don't know what that means. Hey, Rick, I appreciate your work. I've noticed that when you do your models, whether on Wednesday or Monday, you rarely use the weighted categories. When are the best reasons to use weighted stats? Uh, they, I should probably use them more. It's honestly, it's probably just out of habit that I go straight to the raw stuff. The best time to use the weighted stats would be when you have a bunch of players from different tours in the same field. So major championships, um, where you've got live guys, maybe you have some guys who qualified in who primarily play on the corn ferry and you've got DP guys and you've got PGA guys weighted stats help figure that out. At the beginning of season, I mean, you should probably be using it right now. At the beginning of seasons, when uh, your corn fairy guys come up, right? Because if I go to the power rankings, for example, if I go to the power rankings and I do the last 100 rounds, raw strokes gained for everybody, I bet you there are a lot of corn fairy guys on this list. Um, let's see. Maybe not. Surprisingly not. Why not? Oh, because this is a because this is a signature event. Uh, all right, let me uncheck that. That's why, because we're getting all just the signature event guys who have qualified in from last year's PGA Tour season. So, like, here you go. So, raw strokes gained. The top two guys are senior tour guys: uh, Bernhard Langer, Ernie Els. Then you get into DP World Tour. Live. Here's some. Here's some Corn Ferry guys. Some senior guys, some DP World Tour guys, right? So that that's the problem with this. Uh, some live guys. But then when you go to weighted, now you're going to see the cream of the crop. Scotty, Zal Torres, Rom, Xander, Rory, Cantlet. Like, right? Like, that, that, that's the best illustration I can do for that. <sighs> Leave one out. Sp- Spieth, JT, or Homa? 
crap. Spieth. Do you mind sharing why you're no longer doing the Golf Digest panel picks? Yes. Uh, 100% my decision. I decided that. I appreciate, uh, you know, Steve Hennessy, I love over there. I consider a very good friend. I told him, listen, I'm just going to focus on the Rick Run Good ecosystem, right? Doesn't that make sense? I, I, It's not just Golf Digest. It's other things that I cut back on outside of the Rick Run Good ecosystem so that I could spend more time here making the tools better, making the content better. Why do things outside when I can do it here? Um, no hard feelings. I, I, Steve is great, great friend, but I just wanted to spend that time and energy on the Rick Run Good ecosystem. He's always, Steve is Ollie's uncle, right? So <laughs> whatever that means, we are, uh, we're still good friends, obviously. Have you ever played Pebble? No, God, I would love to. If anybody wants to get me on, I guess I could just pay to get on, but it has not happened yet. Whoa, Jim Halpert's in the chat. The disrespect for Wyndham Clark, good approach and good putter. Eh, not as much recently. And less than six months removed from winning the US, US freaking open. Huge value. I, I tend to agree. But are you not concerned about the stuff recently? I don't know. Could be. Uh, Jim Halpert, look at the cameras like this. Uh... Oh, I'm on HQ right now. Am I? Yeah, I did a segment on HQ earlier, but I guess they're running it back. So I'm in two places at once. Okay. A lot of questions about Jason Day, et cetera, et cetera. A lot of these have been answered, which is good. Does Rom, have, does Rom going to live have any effect on you changing or keeping the pick behind you? No. Listen, you know, it has gotten harder and harder to hold it against these guys, especially after what Jay Monahan did. That's my opinion, is when you hold this moral high ground and then in the middle of the night with no one, with none of your membership knowing about it, cutting a deal or a deal to make a deal which might not even get done, you're, you're to blame. Okay. And now you throw all these guys under the bus. So no, it's a great picture. John Rahm's a phenomenal player. I love that I'm in it. I don't see it going anywhere anytime soon for just because of the live stuff. If I get something better, maybe. And Armina got it for me. Is Homa too chalky and one and done? Um, he's going to be the second most popular. He's going to be the second most popular behind Jordan Spieth. I don't think he's too chalky. Because there's a lot of season left, right? Like if you catch 3.6 million from Max Homa, you can worry about being chalky later. Okay. Uh, all right. Here's what we're going to do. So I want to remind you of a couple of items. I already showed you the pool genius tool, which I love. Go check that out. It is literally in a free trial right now. There is a splash contest that is guaranteed. Payouts are guaranteed. Let's fill that up. Link is in the description. It's tiers. I haven't put my picks in yet because I'm way behind, but I'll get to that. You'll pick your tiers. Winner is going to get 800 bucks. Okay. It'll pay out top 25 spots. The other thing is you should sign up for my newsletter, hundred percent free links in the description. And what we're going to do now is we are going to go over to underdog and we are going to do 
a best ball draft. And Mina, I would like to commence the underdog portion of the show. Thank you. So code is Rick. Link is in the description. Let's do a draft. Okay. We're going to do a best. We can do a best ball draft. Then maybe we'll do a, uh, a pebble. Actually, let's do a pebble draft first. Cause if you're here for the pebble stuff, this might help you make decisions between golfers. Uh, oh, that's a two person draft. I want a three person draft. Let's do, let's do this. And, and if this is anything like last time, okay, no. Oh Yeah. If it's anything like last time, you guys are going to snap snap these up and I'm going to basically tell you who I'm picking. But this will at least be helpful in making decisions between golfers this week. So we're waiting for two spots. While that loads, what you know what we could do? We could do this like poker and like double uh, multi-table drafts here. That would kind of be sick. Okay, hold on. Watch this. So... This is going to be real dirty. We're going to we're going to multi-table. I've never done this before. This could be a horrible idea. We are going to multi-table drafts. So let me present my entire screen. This could go horribly wrong. All right. So we've got our pebble. I got to keep these separate. We've got our pebble draft on the right. We've got our Season long best ball draft on the left. So we'll go to the scramble. 30 second per pick. We're in. Oh, and this one's ready to fill. All right. This one is already filled. So I'm not going to use my rankings because my rankings are already loaded in. We've got the third pick. We are in the third pick. So we are going to get Scotty Rory or uh, I don't have enough Victor yet at this point. Um, he seems to go second a lot. I just I just haven't gotten enough of him. So we will we'll take Scotty Rory or Victor there. Still waiting on two more in the I think I'm in a $10 three ball or three man over here. Third pick. So I ideally I want to get Jordan Spieth at some point. Ideally, I want to get Sung JM at some point. We do not need to get Eric Cole. We've got a lot of Eric Cole. We have a lot of Justin Rose. Link is in the description. Go get involved. Okay, we're waiting on one more on the right. We're we are dual screening drafts. If you're not signing up for underdog after this, you're not. Do you notice I have uh, the dachshund? The dachshund has my logo. That's for that's for all. Okay, I'm one. I'm one one in the pebble draft, and we are one three in the season long draft. So here we go. So this is going to be a no. Um, actually, this is kind of a brainer. So I don't really want Scotty or Rory this week. So I'm going to go with Xander in the one spot. All right. So I'll queue up Xander there. We are going to get Victor here in the season long. Scotty goes one. Rory goes two. First of all, if I can dual screen this and manage the production myself, I'm pretty sure uh, like PGA Tour Live can show us like multiple screens at one time. I think that's probably something that that should be happening. So uh, Ludwig goes on the left. Then, wow, Sungjae at the five. That is very, very early, I believe. But what do I know? Our Pebble draft is starting. Is it stupid to not take Roy or Scotty? Eh, you know what? You never know. We're going to take Xander there. Boom, we're in. This is going to come back to us at 10. And I hope to get Spieth 
though I do not think he will be available. Xander just went sixth in the season long. That is kind of wild. Obviously, Terrell Hatton's ADP has sunk like a brick from like eighth to 44th. Wow. Rory's falling to at least four in the pebble. Oh, I guess not really because it's the same guy, unless he doesn't take him. But he might take a Homa and Rory here, which is probably what I would do. No, he took Spieth. Is Rory? I'm going to get either Rory or Victor at the six. And, and I get the turn at seven. All right, we're on the we're on the clock here. We're gonna get Spieth in season long. Love it. Thrilled. Okay. I'm 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 Victor and Spieth in season long. Thrilled. Needed more Jordan Spieth over here. Okay. Wow. Okay. So we're gonna take um we'll take Victor for Pebble, and we will take Colin Cantlay, uh, we'll take Colin and we're going to hope that – what are the chances JT gets back to us? Pretty zero, right? All right, we're back on the clock here. Uh, third pick. We still have – well, I won't, I'm going to try to hold off on Zalatoris for a while longer, but I do think at this point um, it wouldn't be a bad selection because I think he's going to be healthy. I think he's going to be in everything. We're going to go with Tommy Fleetwood there. If Zalatoris is still available with my fourth pick, I will probably snatch him up. We are going to about to be back on the clock with 12 and 13. Wow. These three mans go fast. If we can get Fleetwood and Tom Kim. Okay. So we're going to get Fleetwood here. I could take Ludwig. I know it's not the greatest spot for him, but him, him still being here feels a little feels a little dirty. Let's take him. Let's be a little bit risky here. We'll take him. Um, we're three picks away from taking Will Zalatoris in our season long. If he's not there, I'm pretty disappointed because the rest of these guys I don't I don't want to be investing in. Uh, I think that Zalatoris is clearly the guy. I guess I'd go Sam Burns for upside. I'd consider Sahith and I'd consider Poston, but I really, I would like Zalatoris in this slot. Sahith goes, Harmon goes, one more to fade. Mario, don't do it, you dirty dog. Pick, okay, picked Cam Young, thank you. We'll get Zalatoris here. Don't mind it, one single bit, 22nd pick, Will Zalatoris. I, it's a long year. I'm happy with what I saw. We will rock and roll. All right, we are coming up on our final pick here. Wow, our final pick in the in the Pebble Beach one. Uh, I'll take Ben on. Would not mind Ben on as the last pick. We talked about him a lot. Or Tom Kim. Oh, Ben on or Tom Kim. Oh, okay, Tom Kim just went. So that made that decision very easy. Benny on, there we go. Our team for Pebble. Xander, Victor, Colin, Fleetwood, Ludwig, Benny on. Cool with that. Let's go back to the big screen. For season long. So we've got, uh, what, six picks to go? This is our fifth round selection. I, I have too much Rose. I don't want Ricky yet. Denny scares me. I don't want Adam Scott. I don't want Jason Day. I think it's a, a, a Sam Burns selection. High upside. He's going to contend a lot. This is best ball. The weeks that he doesn't play well, I don't really care about. No big deal there. Um, I'll 
Start queuing up Bo. Okay, so Poston went immediately. Mario took Poston immediately afterwards. So I'm going to start queuing up Bo. I'm going to start queuing up Hadwin, who's in everything. I'm going to start queuing up Nick Taylor, Keegan. Luke List. I don't have enough Cam Davis. We'll get Cam Davis involved. I would eventually take, uh, well, I was going to say Ricky Fowler, but he just went. So I don't, I don't think so anymore. So what, what I prefer to do here is to get Bo at 34 and then see what happens. I think there's a lot of juice to squeeze out of Bo. He's, he's, he's gotten better and he's played really, really well. I'm going to queue up Taylor Montgomery, which is terrifying. All right, Svensson goes there. So we got to fade another Mario Solar pick or Mario Solar. We're hoping he does not go Bo. If he goes Bo, we go Adam Hadwin. It's not the end of the world, but I want Bo in this spot. Hadwin, I believe, is in all the signature events. He's in everything okay keegan went that was a pretty good pick we'll take Bo. i have a lot of keegan already i don't i don't i'm not going to miss out on that danny goes immediately so we've got a couple picks left here i do also kind of want to get freaky with some of these later picks some of these guys that are you know league winners essentially like keith mitchell who's like barely being drafted could be a league winner there goes Hadwin. That's a good pick. So I'm just kind of scrolling. I'm going to try to just find me like Scott Stahl, uh, like Ras. Well, maybe not Rasmus. That's probably not a good call. Horschel. Somebody to get like McNeely. Whoops. I accidentally queued Norman Zhang, which listen, as if I needed any more. Um, We are going to take, all right. So this is kind of tricky. Hadwin just went ahead of us. We're going to go Cam Davis. We don't have enough of him. We've got three picks to go, eight, nine, 10. We're targeting probably realistically Luke List, Keith Mitchell, Maverick McNeely. If we get that run out, I think we're, I think we're okay. That's the run out that we want. Um, Wow, I'm dual. I'm dual monitoring. How about that? Or not dual monitoring, dual dual screening. Okay, it's like red zone. It is like red zone. Red zone for your Wednesday live chat. What a world! So we only have a couple more minutes of this draft left. If there are any good, interesting questions, I'll come back to them. I see the chat is continuing to move. So if there's anything else, we'll put a bow on it with that. But I'll just remind you. Link in the description for Underdog. They're doing a lot of cool stuff. I just posted the props. They've got more prop options for this week. Very, very stoked about it. We are looking for a Luke List, Keith Mitchell, Maverick McNeely run out here. So far, so good. There goes Nick Taylor. He would have been the next option. All right. So we're one third of the way on this run out. Luke List, we get. We've got to fade four more picks to get Keith Mitchell, which I imagine that's going to happen. Keith Mitchell's hardly being drafted at this point. 
And then we are going to have to fade a couple more picks to get to Mad McNeely, which again, I imagine is not going to be a problem. And that is going to give us a couple of late round flyers that if they get on a run at some point this year, they're league winners, they're slate breakers, all that, all that fun stuff, right? So uh, we're looking for it. Obviously, the tournament is being played at Pebble three of the four days. Are you putting much, if any, stock at Spyglass Course Street? No, not really. Because again, completely different field. Even if they've played this event before, they've only ever played one round at Spyglass. Should Nick Dunlap... That's a good call. Bless you, Ollie. Should Nick... Okay, I'll tell you what. I'll take Nick Dunlap. If he if he's... Actually, I'll take him, I'll take him right now. Right? For kicks. Let's do it. This isn't bad. Um... Should he be, I don't know, right? I mean, expectations are really high. He's done things that only Phil Mickelson have done. He's done things that only Tiger Woods has done. I imagine he'll probably play a lot. He's in everything. Pretty good call, Nick Dunlap. Again, I just don't know if, um, I know. So Jim Halpert says, my coworker the other day came in with a huge pot of chili and then spilled all over the floor. It was nuts. That is crazy. It's almost as crazy as if like, um, you know, like, like someone would burn their foot on a George Foreman grill. It's almost that level. It's almost that level of crazy. I, I worked with a guy who did that and it was nuts. Um, wow. Hatton just went at, at 54. So we're going to get, we're going to get McNeely here and this is going to be, this is going to be the end of the draft, but it'll be pretty good. Hovland, Spieth, Fleetwood, Zalatoris. Bang. Burns, Hostler, Davis, List. Eh. Nick Dunlap. Okay. I, I actually, the Nick Dunlap call was really good. I'm glad you said that. I completely forgot about Nick Dunlap. Um, and then we're going to get McNeely here and we're going to call it a day. Aaron Rye goes. Griffin goes. Mario's going to make the last pick and then we're going to be able to get out of this lobby. Oh, Keith Mitchell just went. All right. So we'll take McNeely. There we go. All right. Decent team. Decent team. We'll see how that. We'll see how that that's a team that I want that like I need to advance out of the first couple of rounds because I think that team gets better as everything goes on. All right. Um, Mina, you can thank you very much. Go sign up for underdog link in the description. Go sign up for rickrungood.com. It's phenomenal. I think so. I think you will too. All right. Um, I think we're done. A lot of good stuff coming. Ollie seems like he's getting restless back here. So I think we are going to wrap it. Um, Big thanks to producer Mina. She does all the hard work behind the scenes. Best of luck. I'll see you guys soon.